Dude, I can't believe you ate that even after it was like on the ground like that. I know, man. That's I, unbelievable. Yeah, especially after it fell out. After of, it fell out. I yeah, know. I know. Oh, oh are we uh, recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the first episode of Texas, not ever, but of 2023. We've got a great episode in store for everybody, and we're excited to welcome everybody back to the Texas universe. Tito's and Shiner, gonna be an all-nighter, and I just might find her at the Whataburger line, dance halls and women, women, the man I'm wishing, wishing. That I was fishing by the river tonight. Where at though? In Texas. But before we get to anything, uh, oh, shout out. I love our intro, I love music, our intro so much. music so much. Um, we oh, have, man. of course, as always, Dr. Pepper's favorite sponsor, her <laughs> 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 favorite segment. <laughs> And yours, our not sponsors. Not sponsors. They don't give us any money. Still a lot of ad space open for all of our not sponsors out there. So you know, uh, we, we do really well for them. We do. Agree. We are yeah, we doing do a pretty, pretty half good job. million views, buggies. <laughs> anyway, who is our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor is New Year's Resolutions. New, New Year's, Year's resolutions. resolutions. Do you make New Year's Resolutions? Tell me you're a loser without telling me you're a loser. New, New Year's, Year's resolutions. resolutions. Are you ready to give up halfway through the month? New, New Year's, Year's resolutions. resolutions. Do you tell yourself you're going to quit drinking every month and never do it anyway new New year's Year's resolution are you going to be the same person inevitably by march new New year's resolutions i like it oh that's great all right our other not sponsor for today's episode of texas once again no money no clout money no clout to do this they're not paying us at all it's conservative tattoos conservative Conservative tattoos is that a confederate flag or the flag of tennessee i can't really tell conservative Conservative tattoos tattoos. is that robert lee's statue on your stomach conservative Conservative tattoos I kind of like knowing that you're a racist. Conservative tattoos. Oh, wait, that's an actual brand. Conservative tattoos. Don't tread on me. More like you don't like anybody but white people. Conservative tattoos. I thought of that the other day. Dude, it's funny. When you said that, I thought you meant like small tattoos you could no, hide. No, like, no, no, no. no. Well, you, I think you can see where my next not sponsor is going to go. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, once yeah. again, welcome back, welcome everybody. Back. Um, this is the first Texas podcast of 2023 and, and I am so excited. I'm excited and there's momentum, there's great things happening, but at the end of the day, I'm still just having a blast doing this just podcast. Just having a blast doing the podcast with and my favorite person on the earth. So much fun. I'm thankful to Pouch6, Q6, mm-hmm. having the space and the video and the the, the whole team here, Creators Huge Collective. Shout out to them, Creators Collective for shout out letting everybody. all this happen. We got to end uh, the year doing the podcast yeah. and now we get to start the year doing the podcast. And it's it just baffles me that we waited this long. I on it, yeah, a little bit. But we're here now. That's, <laughs> we're all, here that now, that's all that matters. And do you want to hear about what happened once upon a time? In- once upon a time. Upon a t- oh, that was a good one. Thank yeah. you. Once Appreciate upon it. a time. All right. So once upon a time and our small town of the week are actually connected this week. Ooh, so I'm going to just one I love it when that happens. One go in. One so this swoop. is the same thing. Let's same thing. Two it. segments. Two segments. One paragraph. One paragraph. All right. So mobile city 
is a city in Rockwall County, Texas, United States, um, and it's on the outskirts of Rockwall, Texas. The population was 142 at the 2020 census. It currently has the highest population density of any city in Texas and is the only Texas city and the smallest city in the country with a population density of over 10,000 people per square mile. Wow. How does that happen, you might ask? I, I have no idea. Mobile City is legitimately a mobile home park. Oh, my God. And they annexed themselves as their own city on January 25th, 1990, for the sole purpose of opening a liquor store. <laughs> Because Rockwall <laughs> County <laughs> was dry. dry. <laughs> so the entire mobile oh, home area fenced themselves in and became, became the their sovereign community. Became the sovereign <laughs> county, county. There was the yeah. sovereign community town the township of, of Mobile City <laughs> for the sole purpose of opening their own liquor store to sell beer, wine, and liquor. Um, what, that is the Texas spirit at work right that, there. That is that Texas is. grit at its oh finest. Yeah. After incorporation, the roads through the park were paved for the first time because tax dollars. Tax dollars. And full-time <laughs> security was provided for the residents at no charge to wow. them. Until wow. fall 2007, it was the only city within Rockwall County that allowed alcohol sales. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Wild. I love that. I just like the idea that it like because I mean, how did you stumble on that one? Because usually, like we've heard of these towns, or we yeah, you you hear about some stuff, whatever. And well, what's crazy is um, for my anniversary, I was in Fredericksburg. Mm. Well, I was in Johnson City, but we drove over to Fredericksburg. Walked us, walked the town. Johnson City, Fredericksburg Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fredericksburg uh, (laughs) affordable, Fredericksburg. (laughs) Um, But I found this little pamphlet that was a small town. It was literally like your guide to Texas, a, a new person's guide to Texas. It was clearly homemade, like clearly some geriatric dying person in a community was like, I'm going to make a thing about Texas for young people. Sure. And there's, there were like 10 of them. They were five cents. And I picked one up. I didn't even buy it. I just yeah. took a picture of the list of small towns. Oh, hell yeah. And I saw Mobile City and thought, that's funny. That's and I cool. Googled it and then saw the story behind how Mobile City became a thing. And I hate that there's such thing as stereotypes, but they're stereotypes. stereotypes exist. Yeah, they exist for a reason. Trailered. Tra- I mean, there's, there's a, a trailer whole park, series you know. called Trailer Park Boys mm-hmm. that, that is, is depicting that life. this exact type of person. King of the Hill even right. kind of goes that I can just imagine that the gathering around the trash can with a fire in it. And they're like, hey, they have the bags of Jack and, D- and Coke, like absolutely hiding it from the cops. And then one day Johnny was like, wait, guys, wait a second. I read that we could just put a post office in the middle of this thing. And then put a liquor store right next to it because we'd be our own town. What do we do that? What do you you think? And everyone unanimously was like, yes, (laughs) yes. Johnny, I always knew you were smart. Like that I might, had no idea. That you might were a be, genius. That might be the only time in history, not just yeah. Texas history, that like 200 history. people were on the same page immediately. About anything. Just like everyone like, was immediately yeah, like, of course. You, want to, you want to sell what, where? Yeah. They're like, how, how did we wait this long to do it? That's all, <laughs> that's I the just only love thing the like, know. what do we name the town? And mm-hmm. Mo- mobile, mobile City. city. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that, yeah, that's great. That's, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. So yeah, that's our. I <laughs> love that time Man. in our small towns, so. and that's the podcast. And that, we're, that's the way we're out. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so yeah, um, I'm guessing that no- clearly the porters didn't live there. <laughs> so Gunnar and I grew up in a dry county, and yes. there was a liquor store called the County Line, which was in Ector County, but it was on the Andrews County yes. Ector County Line. Exactly. So yeah. it was just over the Andrews County Line. Yep. 
And so anybody in Andrews who wanted to drink either had to join um, the El- uh, what, the Eagle Eagle Club. Club. It was. Yeah, the Eagle Club. Had to join that. Which you had to be 21 to mm-hmm. join that. Or drive 25 minutes to the county line. Yeah, yeah. Or 18 minutes door to door if you're going right, 80 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> not that we would. Not that we would. Not ever, that we helped anyone. Not that nobody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I anyway. ma- mom, I was driving Andre and Sean. There you go. There you go. Anyway. Running a small business is incredibly hard when you have no idea how to market it or brand it clearly. Small business owners, small business operators across the country work so hard to make products and services that they are proud of, but almost always hit a plateau in growth. That's why Creators Collective is here to help. For years, we have helped businesses triple, quadruple, even five times their revenue by creating branding and marketing content that clarifies your brand and drives sales. So if you are at a bottleneck or at a plateau, trying to grow your small business, even stay in business, make sure to visit creatorscollective.us right now, schedule a call so we can find out what services you need, how we can work with you, and make sure that we can boost your bottom line so that you can grow as a business. Anyway. Um, so yeah, who's <laughs> our uh, our Texas okay, badass? Our Texas badass of the week. This is one of those times where Your this is a, Texas badass. This is a recent badass. Wow. Um, so as you know, we had a bit of a freeze in December. Just a slight freeze. Just a slight freeze. Yeah, a little one. Uh, even in our hometown, it was like five degrees. Yeah, even though it's 80 degrees outside right it now. It was <laughs> insane. So in Houston, Texas, a wildlife rehabilitator rescued... 1600 bats during the Houston cold snap. Her name is Mary Warwick and she is a true badass. Okay. So she has been the wildlife director at the Houston Humane Society for a while and she's been working with bats since 2019 when there was another cold snap. Okay. But she had never personally taken in this many bats. So on December 21st, the temperatures in Houston dropped from the 60s to 22 at night and that type of temperature drop shocked all the bats. Okay. And so they just started falling out of the sky. Were they dying or were they just... Some of them were dying, some of... But like, they they were just like falling out of the sky. Mm -hmm. Uh, Texas has an oddly large population of bats in various places. Mm -hmm. Austin being the biggest population, Houston being close behind it. True. Uh, So they're these really small small Mexican free-tailed bats and they, they just kind of roost under bridges usually. They so, are illegal immigrants, by the way. Yes, they are. They are uh, documented every single yeah, one of every them. Si- yeah. <laughs> it's a Texas podcast. <laughs> there you go. I mean, we got it. Okay, come on. Topical. Um, so anyway, so she gets this call <laughs> about all these bats falling out of the sky and, and yeah. they all need help. So they, mm-hmm. they go around, they gather as many as they can and she keeps 1600 bats in her attic. And throughout, that's a little weird. This it's a little, really it's badass. Weird. It's really badass, but like, you have to weird. frame it to with frame like it with this like, wildlife right. worker. If not, this was just a random person. Yeah, neighbor I'd Mary like, is yeah. up to no good again because uh-huh. she's putting bats in her attic. I'd be yeah. like, don't don't go over for dinner. Yeah, uh, don't, anyway. go, don't go over <laughs> to the, the rabies house. So she basically just, she had like, all these little boxes that she was putting uh, little blankets in okay. to keep an attic warm. And so whenever they go into cold shock, they can't eat because they eat while they're flying, which yeah. is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to keep them hydrated if yeah. they can. And honestly, th- this is kind of the cool part. Only a little bit over 100 bats died. She was able to keep... I mean, 1,500 bats living. That's a pretty good percentage. That's amazing. That's incredible. She worked all through the night. She stabilized them. It's a nonprofit. Uh, yeah. the, the, the Houston 
humane society. Okay. So check them out. Um, I just wanted to shout out somebody who during one of the coldest parts mm-hmm. of the month, you know, saw something, saw yeah. something. Also that close help. to the holidays close to where the you holidays. could easily you could just be like, I'm busy. Where I'm, everyone in reference to their job mm-hmm. is pretty much like, I'll start work on yeah. January 3rd. Exactly. She was like, I'll go pick up 1600 bats 100%. and nurse and, them back to health. And so I just wanted to highlight somebody who walks the walk. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of people I think who are like, oh, I'm charitable. I donate money or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a vegan, whatever it is. And, <laughs> and, and they just don't walk the walk. And yeah. I, I really want to take some time to highlight mm-hmm. Mary and shout out to you. Yeah. Uh, you are amazing. Mm-hmm. I am just so happy and proud that, that you walk the walk. Yeah. Well, and I mean, little known fact, um, little known fact, colonies of the Mexican free tail bats, especially in agrarian places mm-hmm. like Texas, like states Texas. of Texas, they're important to our ecosystem because, and I could get this wrong. Sure. Sorry if I do. So, we'll correct let us it know. later. Yeah, yeah. Um, those colonies, when they fly at night, mm-hmm. can eat upwards of like twelve tons yeah. of insects that would otherwise like terrorize crops. Uh-huh. Well, they're in in Austin especially. They're the biggest mosquito control that we have. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you'll notice, whenever you go uh, go watch the bats at mm-hmm. night, whenever they take flight, if you're actually like on the ground. Mm-hmm you won't get bit by mosquitoes really yeah. because they are mosquitoes decimating knowing. those populations. Yeah, mosquitoes like, are like, oh, but yeah, crap. Especially like locusts and things like that. Yeah. You know, uh, grasshoppers, whatever. Bull weevils. Bull we- <laughs> <laughs> I almost said bullwinkles. Oh, That's not. Um, so yeah, but shout out to, shout say out, her name one more time. Uh, Mary Warwick. Mary, Mary Warwick. Warwick. Shout out to you with the you Humane Society. You are the real bad girl. We are yeah, seeing you are. right now that Anne Hathaway can suck it because. And uh, shout out to Bats. Shout out to Bats. Um, Alfred would be proud. All right. Um, we're going to do another. We're going to uh, do a little uh, Texas uh, update. Texas update. One day we'll memorize these. Yeah, one day. Over the holidays, Greta Thornburg and Andrew Tate got into a scuffle on Twitter, marking the beginning of this year's Special Olympics. Andrew Tate was arrested in Romania after police saw a pizza box in the background of one of his videos, proving once again, carbs are the enemy. <laughs> It's such a cheap joke. It's so cheap. It's so fun. <laughs> Fort Worth natives Juan Mieve and Martin Warden were finally arrested after stealing a baby Jesus from a church's nativity scene just before Christmas. But we were out of wine, said Mieve and, and Warden. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's the start of a new year, and if you're the type to make New Year's resolutions, just give up now. Ah, nice. All right, you had another one. You had I, another I one. do have yeah, another yeah. one. It'll, we'll see. <clears throat> the Biden administration has pledged a ton of money to aid Ukraine. Said all the people living below the poverty line, thanks, we love Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing people know, people who live in poverty, Ukraine... <laughs> A meal to eat. <laughs> Can you just imagine being like struggling to pay your light bill and yeah. hear th- that many billions of dollars going overseas? I mean, can you imagine and just being I like mean, and just being like, yeah, we're fine. I mean, not just like not people who are currently living in poverty. I hope there's something that is being done. I'm sure there is government programs, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. There's probably not. They're sure, all sure. But even the people that <laughs> just got out of affordable housing. Right. Pe- people, people who people who have put in the work and are on the yeah, rise. Who work their way almost yeah, like yeah. out of government had assistance. had to work the system. See that and they're like, <sighs> so <laughs> what was the check So for? I guess, I guess, sorry Ingram, uh, bleep this out. I guess I'll just go f- myself. <laughs> like let's, 
<laughs> yeah, who needs healthcare? Um, anyway, uh, who needs healthcare when Lockheed Martin can just send some weapons? Under researched. I did not research that at all. It is just a joke. It was just a joke. Yeah, we're we're changing the podcast name in 2023 to Dude. just jokes. Just jokes, y'all. Just kidding. But in 2023, <laughs> it is a new year. Yeah. Um, um, let's talk about it. Talk about it a little bit. Um, do you have any? Any like res- in, so, okay. any um, goals? Goals. <laughs> so I do actually rail against like New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. um, but I do like that at the beginning of a new year, there is time for reflection on the past year and maybe changing some things. Uh, you know, seeking out better experiences. Mm-hmm. I just don't like all the stuff and fluff yeah. around resolutions. Yeah. So what I do is I think about all the things that maybe didn't go my way mm-hmm. or things that I didn't like. And I, I like to reflect on my part in those mm-hmm. and how I can minimize my actions to maximize the things that I did like. Yeah. And I really think about, okay, what was good? Mm-hmm. And I, I think about how it happened and what came about from it. And I just try and do more of those things. Yeah. So and you're so going to deadlift more this year. I'm going to deadlift as much <laughs> as I can. Speaking of, uh, what I do is I set a word for every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And this year's word is heal. Nice. So my 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 goal for this year is to do all the things that will heal my back mm-hmm. and we'll see where else that takes me because yeah. whenever I, I dive into those things, there's a lot of reading, there's a lot of research, there's a lot of meditation, writing, journal, mm-hmm. like all of those things. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see what what I can uncover in mm-hmm. that kind of process and maybe share, you know, what's going on as I look look to surgery, look to rehabilitation and, mm-hmm. and kind of like start start like moving again in the ways yeah. that I'm used to. Heck yeah. yeah. I love that. What about you? I so yeah, I also have have traditionally railed against the resolution crowd thing and even yeah. goals are good. I love goals. goals are great. I'm super driven. Habits I mean, are better. Ha- habits not goals are good, habits are better. I like Thanks. that. Cuz yeah, cuz I don't like the tone of like goals are bad or like yeah. don't have goals. If I get another do this before pursuing your goals mm-hmm. email from however whatever list right. I subscribe to, I might throw my phone through a wall, Mm -hmm. but so, so the two things this year that I'm doing a little bit differently with with a lot of intention is one, my lovely wife and I spent time over anniversary Mm -hmm. putting together a rule of life for this year. It's it's a long-term vision from a, our goal is throughout our whole life to have a rule of life. And, Mm -hmm. And it comes from Jesus spoke often about having a rule of life to okay. practice the way of living a step with Christ. And, and it has different pillars as far as abiding in Christ. And then, you know, what do you do mentally? What do you do physically? What right. do you do within your community? What do you do within your marriage? What do we do with work and money? Just these different pillars that are in life. And we set daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly rhythms within all of those pillars. And so we're looking at this year through more, okay, all the way back to December Mm -hmm. 28th when we sat down and made a rule of life in accordance with all these things. How does our, how do we schedule our time? It's, it's really more, how are we intentionally scheduling our time? Yeah. Um, Things as simple as, you know, we both, we both like to get up early. We both like to get up early and, spend time in prayer, spend time in scripture and spend time with each other. But we've kind of let our nightly routine encroach upon that from a, we used to be really good at getting up at five so that we had more than enough time to do all the things you want to do, do all the things we want to do and have a good morning before work started. And it became like, well, let's bring the movie into the bedroom sure. and, you know, stay up till 11. And now we're getting up at five thirty. So, okay, we'll drink coffee on a walk. But now it's like, all right, at eight forty five. Mm-hmm. 
devices are are done. We're gonna get in bed, do a gratitude list together, and yeah, shut it down. And like, not every night is gonna go perfect, and this no. isn't gonna be a rigid thing. But we've set some guardrails, and so I'm really excited I about like that. that. I like thinking about guardrails. Yeah, it's more. It's just yeah, like guardrails. Well, and like because we know like we have community group on Tuesdays. We're not gonna be in bed yeah. at nine, but. And it's nice to have a structure that is yeah. flexible. Well, I mean, you have to be flexible, mm-hmm. there, right? Or else we're just going to be legalistic well, if, jerks. If you're not so. flexible, you're just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say other words there. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. mother. Why not? You know what? I don't care. Um, I care. I care enough. I'm trying. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is, and this kind of comes off the heels of the whole Leadville journey mm-hmm. last year. And that was a big goal and a big yeah. pursuit. And it was, I would not trade that experience for the world, but I do believe that I want to do some even bigger stuff right later this year and sort of down the line. But what's on my mind coming into this year from a like physical goals perspective is Misogi, like that Japanese art of choosing something yeah. where the chance of finishing and success yeah. is 50 50. Well, and I've shared with you my, yeah, own. yours, which yeah. I will not share here. Cause yeah, part of it is part of it. Part of I wanted to share. rip Jesse Itzler's head off the other day. Oh Cause he shared about Misogi and his Misogi's. And I was like, have you not, do you not understand the, the third like, part is, is you don't share about it anyway. Um, so I want to do a couple of almost like mini Misogi's mm-hmm. this year. Mini and then Misogi. with, yeah, mini Misogi. And then within the context of like physical goals, been talking about like, I just want to go do some races yeah. that are not 100 miles. Right. I mean, definitely still ultra marathons, but yeah. I want to show up at races and, ju- and just go have fun and, fun, yeah. and roll a lot of my fitness into itself as opposed to four-month training block for right. one race. I kind of want to spend the next five months almost taking myself on me dates to just go to a, yeah, race, go to a race, you know, burn the rubber a little bit, bonk a few times, have some fun, and yeah. then later in the year, I've got some stuff. Yeah. In the works, and but, we'll, yeah, we'll, you guys will get to know about that. Yeah, as it so 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 that's which I actually I ran into Robbie Ballinger yesterday. Oh wait, you ran yeah, into him? I ran into. You're telling me this now? Yeah, well, I figured I might as well share it on the podcast. Uh, well, dude, I, I know he's in town. We're yeah. trying to coordinate a run. We're gonna try and yeah. coordinate some stuff. And, yeah. Uh, so I ran into him at H E B. I got to meet his his love at the H E B. Yeah, yeah. How H-E-B. nice is his wife? Oh my so gosh, nice. she's she. And it's funny because I I saw her yeah. before I saw him, and she looked at me and and was like, "Do I know you?" And I looked at her and I was like, "Do I know you? Do I know you?" And we we didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, so we just kind of like passed back and forth, and then Robbie was like, "Oh my God, it's it!" Oh my God, Robbie! That's so awesome. ran into Robbie, handsome and, Rob. Ah, uh, oh, handsome Rob. What's up? He's so tall. I know he's um, very tall. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so good looking. Yes, I'm so, and, I'm so and, mad at him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I hate. I hate you, Rob. I hate you, Rob. No, so we we were like, oh, let's like catch a show or something. Um, and it reminded me of how important it is to set your intentions and spread your community in that way. Yeah. Because I never would have met Robbie had yeah. it not been for you. Oh. And he's, you know, him and his page has become such an inspiration for me, yep. just like you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that the things that we're forging here mm-hmm. will create extremely beneficial opportunities, not just for us, mm-hmm. but for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that, that we're kind of working on is is maybe going to come to fruition soon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll notice we wear a lot of branded things. Uh, Texas uh, made uh, supply company. Go check out their HQ. Go check out their uh, HQ. Wednesdays through Sundays up in Georgetown on Church Street. But Great place. Um, and yeah, with, with that in mind, um, what so twenty twenty three? I want to do some. Just do you have any general cultural predictions? Mm. But for for the podcast, for the podcast. you know what? Yeah, yeah. 
what what could people legitimately be looking forward to for the next couple months? Not even the Heck year, yeah. just the not next even the year, just the next couple months. And I don't want to share too much, yeah, because um, we shouldn't. Element of surprise. Element of surprise. Uh, but hopefully, you got a little bit of a hint. Yeah. And I think the next couple months are going to be really fun. One yeah. because we've picked up some momentum. Shout out to you guys, the fans. Thank you, uh, Ingram. We thank you, Ingram. Oh my God. Yeah. Without without y'all, it, it Q6, Pouch Six, Creators yeah. Collective, we mm-hmm. would be. We've become better podcasts. We've become better podcasts because they have made this podcast better. Absolutely. So, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a, a special shout out to all the people who are new, new yeah. listeners, new mm-hmm. followers, uh, people engaging. It's really interesting to mm-hmm. see how that is happening. Yeah. Because we've now got um, collectively well over a million views on yeah. a lot of our, our uh, content from mm-hmm. Q6. Yeah. And specifically Dr. Pepper and Bucky's. That was fun. Which is a really, really fun, fun time. Fun. So what I'm thinking about in the next couple months is capitalizing on those gains yeah. and translating it into things that the fans will enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and translating that into t-shirt into purchases. T-shirt. Uh, uh, so we <laughs> are going to drop some t-shirts very yeah, soon. Very soon. We have no dates. We have no dates. Mine yet. It's going to be a special partnership. Yeah. Uh, we, we're, we're dumb. We're really stupid. So don't. We're also slow. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Slow build. Um, It's a slow burn, baby. So my prediction is that what will be happening is bringing value to people who watch in Mm -hmm. the form of really cool merch and starting our first series of like live shows. Yeah. 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 People have been asking and I think a lot of people, a lot of people, like, like a lot of people are like, y'all should do a live recording. And, and you know, I think sometimes podcasts don't translate like that. No, um, but well, I, I also, I still personally don't understand mm-hmm. the purpose of a live podcast. Right. Exactly. Because I thought the whole purpose was, was you could listen whenever to consume whenever. Exactly. Like it still doesn't, it's still not a full sense thing. to me. And so whenever, whenever I look at what we're going to do, mm-hmm. I see it as not just this. I yeah. see it as hosting events. Mm-hmm. So I think the next three months we are going to build a foundation for one, the actual business arm and yeah. two, our events arm, like a quarterly, like event. a quarterly event yeah. of some kind. Yeah. And if so that, I'm maybe if that, Yeah. Yeah. But I'm um, really, I'm really excited for it yeah, because I think, sure. I think those things in conjunction with my other prediction for mm-hmm. us, uh, will create some really interesting connections within mm-hmm. the community Yeah, and, and bring a lot of value to the people who listen and watch. Mm hmm. My other prediction is that we will be having on guests that are not bigger, not more influential, but different. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. But I'm really excited to start putting ourselves out into the into the podcast network yeah yeah oh and, we have are you available february 1st by the way i should be all right opinion yeah. a media we'll be there um they record here so it's fine I, so. <laughs> welcome to the business welcome arm the business of the texas arm. podcast no so i'm um, i think that we are going to start appearing on other people's podcasts mm-hmm. and on other you know and confusing a lot confusing of using a lot of people's audiences yeah. uh but i think those th- three little things mm-hmm. one merch two yeah. events and mm-hmm. three spreading out spreading out a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. and and really owning who we are as podcasters mm-hmm. as people and media and finally just seeing ourselves as valuable yeah fair. And it, it all comes down to yeah. this this conversation that you and i had mm-hmm. and i won't go into the conversation itself yeah. but we both kind of came to this realization of what we do is valuable yeah and we have to own that and if yeah. we own well, that and it's fine from like oh people care oh people care which is right. And we weren't like, oh, wow, we have a great podcast. Right, right. It's just like, look, this is something that we do because we love each other. Yeah, and we, we enjoy, enjoy hanging out. But yeah. but it's turned into so much more than that. Yeah. And I think there was in the back of both of our minds this thing of like, well, it's very small and it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Yeah. And we both realized that 
it doesn't have to be small and yeah. that it can matter. Mm-hmm. If we try. If we try. So we're going to give it the old college So we're going to give it the old college one, baby. Old, we'll see what happens. You know, we uh, got an we got an Aggie and a Longhorn between yeah. the two Ag of us. Horn, baby. We can lose um, all the football games in the world. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> collective <laughs> but, losing record. So that was me talking for a while. What about you? Yeah. What, what do you see? Uh, So, I mean, all those things, mm-hmm. um, merch, events, spread, mess. It's our mess mission. It's our mess mission. It's a mess yeah. mission. Um, yeah, nothing to add there because I, I think that we are... Man, it's going to be weird from a guest perspective because we are already in the works of getting some people on the podcast that we don't know. Right. To this point, we've had the privilege that I like more than anything else of highlighting people we love. Yes. That we know we love or that we just want to. One of my favorite things. Yeah. Like. And we just want to talk. And I hope this doesn't thwart some of the things we're working on. But (laughs) like I care so much more about having Michael Gonzalez on the podcast than I do like uh, Tim Ferriss. Like, yeah. I well especially Tim Ferriss. I like even even like but, but that's that's what I mean though, right? Even like, Tom Segura. Like yeah, if it yeah. was you can have Tom Segura or Michael Gonzalez. I, have Michael on, Gonzalez I choose on. Michael Gonzalez. Yeah. Well we learned very early that just because you have somebody big on doesn't mean that it translates. Not at, if no it doesn't yeah, at all. Yeah. So we don't care about that. Exactly. But we're getting to a point where other people right. that have a bigger following and like are gonna are from different worlds. Like they right. have their own worlds, their own different audiences want to come on the show. And that's really cool. But it's going to be an interesting transition It'll for me personally because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure how much I'm going to enjoy it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested because like um, I, I struggle with a little bit. Uh, y- you do most of the booking. Yeah. W- whenever we started this, we we divided like yeah. I will do all of the producing mm-hmm. and you will do all of the like yeah. soft like booking and those yeah. things. And it worked out. And I'm well. a booker anyway. And you're a booker so. anyway. And what happened is we ended up with a lot of people that I never would have talked to. Yeah. Which fair. I which I actually was trepidatious about at first, uh, but after the, after the first time I was like, Oh, this is actually amazing. Yeah. It's so much like, fun. I, I love talking to people that I don't know and yeah. discovering these mm-hmm. things. Um, as, like, especially with like, you know, one of our best episodes ever, Mitch Ammons. Yeah. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. I didn't care about running. Mm-hmm. Could, could give yeah. at, at that point could give two craps, but you love drugs, but I do love drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seth doesn't do drugs. Seth doesn't do drugs um, yet. Um, uh, <laughs> so, but what I found was, going in not knowing somebody mm-hmm. and not really having a frame of reference actually yeah. turned out to be better for the interview mm-hmm. in some ways. For sure. One, once I was able to, to like cross that line. So my question to you is, do you think you will be able to, to make that transition? Oh, I mean, I know I'll be able to yeah. do it. I'm more just curious about what the experience will be. Sure. Right. Like, yeah, it's just back to, we've got, we've had the privilege of having people that we just that we love and love. adore and want to highlight. Yeah. And there are going to be people, it's always going to be people we love and adore and want to highlight, but it's not people we're that gonna, we're never going to have somebody on that. Everyone don't. we've had on this show, we have gone and gotten a beer with. Right. Pretty much. We're about to transition to where some of the people that come on the show, we will never see. Probably never again. see again, which um, is totally cool. That's yeah. part of this thing that we do. Yeah. I'm just going to be curious. Like, how do I respond emotionally to that? Like yeah. professionally sitting down doing a dang good interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm that's what we're that's best. What we at. do. Yeah. Yeah. Like back to put Tom Segura in here. We're going to have, we're going to have a really good interview. Um, so yeah, but I, I'm going to be curious. Like, what is to that going to be like? I'm really ho- events is what I'm probably like the one event that we might try to pull off yeah, yeah. as like a test run, but also right. it was it's a really fun run. thing. I'm excited about I'm so because my favorite job ever was basically being an event programmer mm-hmm. at a youth camp. It's yeah. Well, I'm I'm super excited because I haven't had like a project in a while. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see how I how I do. Yeah, um, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resolution not so many projects Gunner. um <laughs> right say no sometimes saying no sometimes and maybe pick up your phone sometimes it's because i'm More. always saying yes um 
So yeah, I'd like you nailed everything there. I I'm curious before we let everyone go, you know, just culturally, if you have any, just any cultural, like in 2023, I think this might happen. Mm. Parachute pants are coming back. You think so Mm -hmm. for men? Mm -hmm. Why is that? I think that's happening. I think, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see, um, basic. Do you remember Jinko jeans? The like I remember super Juicy baggy, Couture. like really like like real real, real baggy. Real baggy. Yeah, yeah. Like where I the think, the, uh, the the bottom of it touches like yeah, yeah. down here. Yeah. I I think fashion wise, you're gonna see a lot of really baggy pants. Yeah, we're loosening clothes. Loosening clothes, clothes like, which I actually I like. I mean, I'm wearing skinny jeans right now, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna enjoy. See, I'm not. I still can't imagine not wearing skinny. Right, jeans. right. And I'm I'm like so I've got I uh, I like fashion. I just do. Yeah, he uh, does. You know, it's it's a thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have some fun in the next year seeing yeah. what's going on and maybe playing with some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I see happening for men culturally, fashion wise, mm-hmm. but like on a larger cultural scale, I actually think we're going to see a, I think we're seeing it right now, a fusion of science and religion. Okay. And I think we're going to see, <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of people who are like the Hubermans mm-hmm. and the people that we highlight as great thinkers Yeah, really start to dive deeper into philosophy and religion yeah. and start infusing their studies and, and mm-hmm. whatnot with some of those things. Yeah. And I'm actually really excited for it because I think if anything is going to, to like save humanity, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be that it's yeah. going to be the broad cultural acceptance of what, like what string theory and, uh, you know, whenever you like, I can't remember off the top of my head right now what it's called whenever you observe a particle and, and that observation mm-hmm. cha- like ha- causes a shift. Yeah. Um, quantum entanglement. Uh, so okay. I think the broad cultural knowledge of quantum entanglement will come to the forefront vis-a-vis philosophy, religion, and science kind of fusing. Got and it. I think that will create a situation in which our culture war mm-hmm. can be softened. Okay. Because once you kind of bridge that gap to I am you, you are me, everything I do impacts you in a certain way Mm -hmm. and therefore it impacts me. I think once that message gets translated through all of these great thinkers that are so much smarter and more like more articulate Mm -hmm. than I am, Mm -hmm. that cultural acceptance will turn into a relaxation on the cultural war. Okay. Especially as we get younger people into like political offices, because Mm -hmm. like, like it or not, all these old people in Washington are going to die soon. Yeah. They are so old. So old. So old. Yeah, uh, they're going to die. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to, in the next, like, couple years, we're going we're gonna to see a lot of younger people entering okay. politics. So, that's just kind of what I see happening. Right. What about you? Yeah, mine, very uh, similar in intelligence to you. Um, Kanye's <laughs> going to drop a autobiography mm-hmm. slash album right. titled um, Yeezys in the Synagogue. Great. And... Yeezy Gogs. Yeezy Gogs. Um, probably a new shoe right, as well. Right, right. Do you think he's going to design some yarmulkes? <laughs> Yeezykas? Um, probably. <laughs> they'll, they'll be the most comfortable right, yarmulke ever. Ever. Um, so I think I definitely think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. John Bernthal's Real Ones mm-hmm. is going to... Become the best podcast. Become the number one podcast in the world. Not because Joe Rogan's is like... Right. But you know, Less, but like I, I actually do see him for the next ten years. Rogan will be in the top five, mm-hmm. whether people like no that or not. What. It all and I like you know, he's prolific. He's been doing it a long time, yeah. whatever. But I do see a lane here where a podcast this year is going to because of Catch its up. newness yeah. and it, and its goodness is going to surpass that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be John Bernthal's real ones, partially just because I really right. like that podcast. Um, 
So that's going to happen. And just just real quick, if y'all haven't listened to the Lena Dunham episode, you should because yes. as somebody who also had some judgments on Lena Dunham, <laughs> a lot of judgments, it changed my mind in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, and I think I think any. I had to platform, watch the whale twice right? before I realized that wasn't Lena Dunham. By the way, um, so. <laughs> Oh, oh god i think we <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> bye, bye y'all <laughs>